Hey, everyone, and welcome to the All It Takes is Gold podcast, the best place in the entire world, including all of Canada, to learn how to build new thoughts, new actions, and new results. I'm your host, John Acuff, and today we're kicking off a special three-part episode with three very specific gifts you need to give yourself at the end of the year. Have you ever given yourself a gift before? It's, it's delightful. It's the absolute best because it's exactly what you need. And I've got three gifts that you're going to love starting today. But first, today's episode is brought to you by me. If you want to accomplish more goals next year, you should use the calendar that I've been using for the last 11 years. It's called the Finish Calendar, and I love it for seven very specific reasons. Number one, the Finish Calendar is big and beautiful. It's 36 inches tall by 25 inches wide. This thing is massive. It gives you enough space to actually plan things each day. Number two reason that I love it, Finish Calendar is reversible. You've got a vertical side and a wide orientation side. That's like two calendars for the price of one. Me, myself, I prefer vertical, but I also like that it comes in two versions, traditional paper and dry erase. Number three reason I love it, it makes time real. When someone says, hey, John, can you do that project in the next six weeks? That time feels fictional to me. Six weeks from now, I can't even wrap my head around what will be going on then. I need to be able to see the whole year, not just talk about it. Number four reason I love it, it's a Monday-focused calendar, which means each week starts with Monday. A lot of calendars start the week with Sunday, but that's not how my head works. Monday is the first day of the week to me, and Sunday is the last. For example, I don't know anyone who plans their new week on Saturday night because Sunday is the first day of the week. Number five reason I love it, studies show that planning when and where that you're going to work on your goals doubles the chances you'll achieve them. Doubles it. That's amazing. This calendar makes that easier. Number six, the finished calendar has 12 encouraging statements on it that I wrote to help slingshot you into a great month of dreaming and doing. And last but not least, reason number seven, it's not expensive. It costs less than $30. That's eight cents a day. Name another productivity tool that you'll use every day for an entire year, and it only costs you eight cents. Over the last 11 years, no tool has helped me keep commitments and finish goals like this wall calendar. It truly has become a critical part of my creative process, and I can't recommend it highly enough. We don't print a ton of these because I don't have some massive warehouse stacked to the ceiling with tubes of calendars. So if you want one, visit finishcalendar.com and we'll link it in the show notes too. They also make an amazing Christmas or Hanukkah gift for that person in your life that you want to encourage. It comes in a tube, which by the way, who doesn't like to open a tube? Tubes are way more exciting than boxes. That's just science. You're going to blow somebody's mind. Visit finishcalendar.com today to grab one. All right. A few months ago on this very podcast, I said three things that I think you need to do. There are three things I listed. Number one, Forgive your former self. Number two, enjoy your current self. And number three, prepare your future self. And I didn't spend a lot of time explaining them. I just kind of threw them out there and said, hey, I think these are things that are important to you. You should do them. So good luck with them. Have fun storming the castle. That's a Princess Bride reference, by the way. If you ever meet somebody who doesn't like the Princess Bride, you need to cut that person out of your life. You don't need that kind of toxic person in your life. I shared these ideas and I just kind of threw them out there and people rightfully so said, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. What are, what are we supposed to do with that? What, what am I supposed to do? Those are just three kind of fairly big statements. 
what do we do? And I thought it might be fun to answer that question. When I say forgive your former self, enjoy your current self, and prepare your future self, what does that mean? And more importantly, how do you do it? Because you're, you're probably like me. Don't you hate fluffy, empty, useless motivational advice that tends to fall apart the minute you try to apply it to your own life? I can't stand that nonsense. And the internet is crawling with it. So today, instead of just giving you three statements and going, good luck, I'm going to kick off a three-part episode where I'm going to take a deep dive into each one of those statements. And they're really not statements so much as they are soundtracks. What's a soundtrack? Well, remember, a soundtrack is just my phrase for repetitive thought. I've heard people describe thoughts as leaves on a river or clouds in the sky or a car on the highway. But for me, I think of repetitive thoughts as soundtracks. They're often playing in the background of your life. You might not even notice them, but they have the power to change the entire moment. I mean, think about the opening to Jaws, the movie Jaws. Do you remember that? Composer John Williams, he uses two notes, just two notes, and it changes the entire feel of the scene. That's how powerful soundtracks are. And your thoughts are like the internal soundtracks you listen to, and they impact your entire life. I mean, over the years, you've built up a soundtrack about your career. You have a soundtrack for all your relationships. You have a soundtrack for everything you believe about your hopes and your dreams and your goals and every other aspect of your life. And if you listen to any thought long enough, it becomes a part of your personal playlist. I don't know what soundtracks you're listening to right now in your life, but I know what you need to do. Number one, you need to retire the broken soundtracks. You need to get rid of the ones that are in the way, the ones that are holding you back. Number two, you need to replace them with new soundtracks. What if you could choose what you listen to? Well, the good news is you can. And number three, you need to repeat the new ones until they're as automatic as the old ones. That's what the book I wrote focuses on. How do you retire? How do you replace? How do you repeat? We'll link to it in the show notes if you haven't read it yet. But today, we're going to focus on that second step. We're going to discuss three new soundtracks that you need to put in your life. The first one, as I said, is Forgive your former self. What do I mean by that? Well, there's this interesting thing that happens when you start a new goal, or in in this case, maybe a whole new year, because that's headed our way in a, a few weeks. It's crazy to think it's already here, but it's almost here. You would think that when you start something new, that your soundtracks would tell you, look at, look at you. You're doing it. You're going to the gym. You've got this way to go. If only. Our thoughts tend to skew negative. That's just the way our brains are wired. Left to its own devices, your thoughts will naturally gravitate toward things you don't want to dwell on. I'll give you a a few examples. Have you ever had to work hard to remind yourself of something dumb you said a long time ago? Did did you need a to-do list to overthink an embarrassing situation from the eighth grade, even though now you're in your 30s? Like, did you need a note on your calendar to make sure you spent the whole weekend dreading something from your past? Of of course not. So why does that happen? Because fear comes free, hope takes work. Fear comes free, hope takes work. You never have to go looking for negative thoughts. Negative thoughts will find you. Positive, helpful thoughts take deliberate effort. It's been interesting. A few times in the last few weeks, 
I've had people say, I'm surprised that you tend to be negative. I think a lot of times because I'm positive online or I'm positive in speeches or positive in books, people think I'm naturally positive. I'm really not. I'm pretty melancholy. I'm pretty negative by nature. I just see the benefit of positivity, so I I work at it. I work hard at it because I see the benefit. So right now, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, this isn't going to work because I'm not naturally positive, me too. I'm super cynical about most positivity. I'm super jaded on a lot of things, but I work really hard because I see the long-term benefit of having positive soundtracks. I can really see the benefit. So again, what happens when you start working on a goal is you often hear these negative broken soundtracks come up. I'll, I'll give you a few examples. Here's one. By now, you should be further along. By now, you should be further along. This one steals any joy you have at the progress you've already made. If you, if you write 10 pages on a book, it tells you, you know, I mean, by now, you should, have, you should have written 20. If you're a vice president at your company, it tells you, I mean, it's, it's nice that you're a vice president, but you should, you should really, really be a senior vice president by now. For me, with this podcast, say I record two episodes that I feel good about, like four seconds after I finish the second episode, this negative soundtrack goes, I mean, yeah, I mean, two is good, but I feel like by now you should have recorded four. Or like, I know you're excited about four that you got done, but by now, I think Tim Ferriss, he's recorded nine years in advance. He's already recorded nine years of episodes. I mean, it's nice that you've got four, but he has 400 already recorded. He's already talked to Arnold Schwarzenegger in the year 2032. I don't know how he did it, but he's already got that one done. And I go, oh, you're right. Now, what's interesting is this particular soundtrack gets really loud at big birthdays. Like when you turn 30, 40 or 50. It's so common to hear this one. By now, you should be further along because you're 30. By now, you should be further along because you're 40 or 50. And every friend I have who's about to turn 40 or 50, I go, oh, hey, remember, this can be a stressful situation. Like, have a plan, come up with some good soundtracks. They go, what? What are you talking about? I'm going to love it. And then six months in, they're like, yeah, um, I'm going through some stuff that I need to work on. It's a broken soundtrack. Here's another one that's coming. It wouldn't be so hard if you hadn't made so many mistakes in the past. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be so hard if you hadn't made so many mistakes in the past. Have you ever heard that one? I see this particular broken soundtrack, especially around health goals. People will tell me, John, I'm so mad that I let myself get out of shape. I'm so mad. Like, how could I let it become like this? Why did I let myself gain so much weight? This one can hit you in a lot of different ways. So this one hit me the other day when I was touring Sanford University with my daughter. I went to Sanford University in Birmingham, Alabama. I love that college. And it was this gorgeous day. It was a fall day. It was in October. And I loved it. I was so excited for her. But there was also this sense for me of thinking, oh, I wish I hadn't been such an idiot when I was in college. Like, I wish I hadn't made so many terrible decisions. I could have done so much more. Sometimes when it comes to your past, you'll hear a soundtrack like this. This would be easier if you were younger. This this thing, this thing you're attempting would be so much easier if you were younger. This is essentially a broken soundtrack that tells you that you should have started earlier. You should have started earlier. This one often comes up with financial goals, especially when you learn about compound interest. Don't you hate slash love compound interest? Because you read some story that says, 
If you save $100 when you're a teenager, it'll be worth $1 billion when you're 38. And now you're 42 and you think, I am screwed. Or it's like, if you put a nickel away when you're a zygote before you were even born, if you saved a nickel, it would now be worth $92 billion and you'd get to go hang out with Elon Musk. And you go, oh, it's too late. Another broken soundtrack that comes around this time of year is you're too old to try this. You're too old. You're too old to try this. Again, the former you should have started earlier. You missed your window. You missed your shot. The boat has sailed. What's interesting about this one is that it's not age specific. It's really not. One of my favorite people who took the finish course, I do this six-week video course, was this kid who's in his early 20s. He's 22 years old. And he said that he felt like it was too late to change and he had already missed his opportunity. He's 22. I wish you could have seen how many people in the chat rallied around him to encourage him and say, whoa, 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 you're not, you've got so much time. The truth is you can be 11 years old and already feel like you've missed your chance to play little league baseball. It's not an age thing. It's a human thing. Have you ever heard any of those broken soundtracks? If you have, let me know in a podcast review. There's something really powerful about seeing that you're not the only one and your review might really encourage somebody else that has the same soundtrack. Now, the result of all these soundtracks and many more is that you get frustrated at your former self. You get mad at your former self. You beat yourself up. You feel ashamed of who you used to be, which is a problem because shame never leads to lasting change. Let me say that again. Shame never leads to lasting change. It might, it might lead to a week in the gym. You know, maybe, maybe a month of, of white knuckling your budget because you're so ashamed that your bills are out of control. Maybe you'll even spend three months of writing your book because a friend you were writing with, they published their book and what's wrong with me? I should do mine too. But shame is a terrible long-term fuel for sustainable success. It will empty you in the long run not fill you up. And being mad at who you used to be is a great distraction from who you can still be. If you've, if you've wasted a week, a month, maybe even years doing that, today is a good day to stop. Today, you can draw a line in the sand. Today, if you hear a broken soundtrack that says, if you hadn't gained the weight in the first place, you wouldn't have to work so hard to lose it. Or if you finished your degree, like if you had finished your degree in your 20s, you wouldn't have to do it in your 30s. Or any other broken soundtrack you hear that tries to point you back to the past. A past, by the way, that you cannot change. Any broken soundtrack that tries to point you back, it's time to draw a line in the sand. Forgive your former self. Forgive your former self. You might have made some terrible mistakes. I, I know I have, but it's time to forgive your former self so that you can get busy enjoying your current self. One of the best books I read this year is The Inner Game of Tennis by Timothy Galway. It's actually W. Timothy Galway. Um, we'll link it in the show notes. I don't play tennis. I played in high school. I was on the doubles. I played doubles in high school freshman year. I was not great. I played racquetball. I've played, I still haven't played pickleball. It is killing me that I haven't played pickleball yet, but I'm going to. I think in 2022, I don't want to date this episode, but in 2022, it's probably going to be the year of pickleball for me. I'm going to get really 
aggressively into pickleball. Just a heads up if you know me, if you're if you're one of my neighbors listening to me, expect me to have a pickleball court in my driveway probably probably around February. But I read this book called The Inner Game of Tennis. And one of the things Galway says is, quote, if you think you are controlled by a bad habit, something from your past or old mistake, or maybe even a series of mistakes, then you will feel you have to try to break it. It's kind of like you're stuck in a groove and it's tempting to think you have to dig yourself out of the trench you got yourself into. But he says, a child doesn't dig his way out of old grooves. He simply starts new ones. A child doesn't have to break the habit of crawling because he doesn't think he has a habit. He simply leaves it as he finds walking is an easier way to get around. I love that. I love that you never see like a three-year-old or a four-year-old going, I got to break this crawling habit. I got to stop crawling all the time. This is a really bad habit. They just go, no, now now I'm going to do a new thing. Like now I'm going to work on this new thing. I love that picture. Now I'm telling you today that if you've, if you've owned your mistakes, you've learned what you can learn from them, you've apologized where you needed to, you've made amends, you've processed your shortcomings, et cetera. You've done the work. I'm saying, hey, if you've done the work, it's time to forgive your former self. Now, I'm curious, where are you on that spectrum? If you think about your former self like a line and, and one end of the line says, I'm furious at my former self and the other end of the line says, I'm at peace with my former self, where would you say you are today? Which end are you closest to, furious or peace? I would say that I've spent a lot of my life on the furious end. And over the last few years, I've been working towards the peaceful side of things. That's been the process for me. Now, I I always wonder, it's always interesting when I record one of these episodes or when I write an episode like this, I always think, are there people out there who hear this and think, what? what is this guy talking about? Like, are there people out there who say, John, here's the thing, buddy. Um, I was amazing in the past. I'm amazing right now. And I'll be amazing in the future too. Like maybe those people exist. They, they might, but that's, that's not who I am. So if I recorded an episode that said something like that, you should call me out for being fake, fake, fake. Now, you want, some, you want some quick homework? A little bit of homework? I mean, from a podcast? Come on, John, we're in the car. We're on the treadmill. Stop it. Okay, 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 fair. Just hear me out for a second. What if in addition to forgiving your former self, you need to apologize to it? Ooh, what if you wrote a short hundred word? I'm not talking some crazy long tome, but what if you wrote a short apology note to your former self? Maybe, maybe you need to admit that you've been using as an excuse to avoid the work of the present moment. Or maybe you've been blaming it for all your problems. I mean, if you make up with your former self, like if you guys get back together, you'll have a lot more time, energy, and creativity for your current self. High achievers, and by the way, if you're listening to this podcast, you're a high achiever. I'm gonna tell you that so often because people don't listen to goal-based podcast unless they're high achievers. But here's the thing. High achievers don't spend a lot of time in the past because they're so busy living in the present, which brings us to our second soundtrack, Enjoy Your Current Self. That's the second soundtrack that we'll cover next week. In this three-part episode, 
it's like a very special family ties or growing pains. Like it's a very special episode. Three-parter. That's pretty fun. It's a fun way to end the year. But thank you so much for listening today. We'll put all the links in the show notes as always. And thank you for reviewing my podcast. When your podcast is newish, like mine, I'm going to stop saying that in 2022. Those are the two things I'm going to promise I'm going to do. In 2022, I'm going to get in the pickleball. Like I'm so getting in the pickleball. And I'm also going to say I've got a new podcast. Because if you've had one for almost a year, it's not really new anymore. But when you've got a new one, like mine, the reviews are super important. And I am so grateful that you write them. So please make sure you subscribe or follow or whatever it is the kids are saying these days um, when it comes to podcasts. And please write a review. Last but not least, big thank you once again to our sponsor, which was, was me and that awesome calendar. If you want a Finnish calendar, visit finishcalendar.com. I'll see you next Monday. And remember, all it takes is a goal. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the All It Takes is a Goal podcast and to get access to today's show notes and exclusive content from John Acuff, visit acuff.me slash podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the All It Takes is a Goal podcast.